Shaders, and welcome to the Pet Connection Show here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. I hope your weekend is going great. I know I'm having a nice weekend. Very, very, very busy, though, because of spring break, of course. And for those of you um, in the pet business, really, you would know this the best, but isn't spring break like the longest of the holidays? I I consider it a holiday right now. You know, usually Thanksgiving is really busy for boarding and that kind of thing, and Christmas and, you know, the winter holidays and New Year's and all that kind of stuff. But I tell you, over the years, spring break, I swear it lasts three to four weeks. So it's just been a crazy, crazy busy time. But very happy to be here with you, pet appreciators. Kathy Menard, your host. Um, love spending Sunday mornings with you. Dr. Nicole Perrault, our wonderful co-host veterinarian, is off today. Not sure what she's doing, but we can pick her brain uh, next time she's on and find out what she's been up to. But she's off today. Um, we do have another wonderful guest, though. It's somebody that um, I first learned about uh, when I was checking you know, my news sites. You know me. I'm not a TV person, don't own a TV, but I'm always checking the Internet whenever I can for what's going on in the world and what's going on with the pets out there and what's going on with the animals and what's going on with rescues. And um, I came across just a very, very heartwarming story. Um, heartwarming, but yet innovative, exciting, perfect. I mean, I was really, I, I just, I, I could hardly wait to talk to this person. And this person is sitting next to me now, so aren't I lucky in the studio? Um, but I first saw this story about a dog that he has. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure if it's his own dog or if it's the business dog. But I will um, find out with you, pet appreciators. But I first, I just have to say that I first heard, heard about it on WCCO.com. I just want to give credit where it's due. And, um, and they were interviewing a, a gentleman who is the guest today, Ryan Scharfenkamp. He is the funeral director at Gerhardt Funeral Home, which I believe is in Coon Rapids. And, um, and he had a dog next to him. And the dog was a regular part of the funeral home's day life. And it was a short segment. And so I thought, oh, I got to get him on and I got to learn more about this and what's going on and blah, 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 blah. But Ryan, uh, the uh, funeral director again of Gerhardt Funeral Home, is um, is in studio with us. And I just want to say good morning to you, Ryan. And thank you so much for making the long drive out to Eden Prairie to join us. Well, happy to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. Pet appreciators, if you could see, we've got Jackie, the dog, with us, too. And she's, I'm not sure exactly what would you call her. Is she, like, the greeter of the funeral home? Is she the ambassador? So she will be the, uh, right now she's therapy dog in training. Okay. Uh, for her certification for a grief therapy dog. Oh, wow. At the funeral home. So she is available and around the funeral home whenever I am at work. Uh, so if that's during arrangements, during visitations, services, Jackie is there. Jackie is there. Ryan, how did you come across this idea? I mean, how did this all happen? So she's a therapy dog in training. Your Correct. idea, your dog, or how did all this kind of come together? So it first started when I was in college in Milwaukee. A funeral home out there has a therapy dog on staff, and I just thought, oh, it would be cool. You know, everyone loves animals, most everyone. Yeah. And just the calming effect that dogs bring. So as I was talking with our other management group and other managers on staff, we decided to introduce it into our local funeral homes here as another way to assist our families during their time of loss. And it took about two years until we found Jackie, and in October we found her. So it took two years, and was that just you were looking for the right dog and just kind of waiting? Correct, yep. Or... Looking for the right dog. Um, we were dead set on getting a purebred mm-hmm. dog, and then just so happened we went to the Humane Society one day, and my daughter spotted Jackie, and the rest is history. Oh, my so. God. Thank you, little daughter. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Leave it to a kid, right, to Absolutely. find the magic? Leave it to a kid to find the magic in a dog. Oh, my gosh. Leave it to your daughter. Oh, that's great. So, so then... I mean, was it sort of, I'm assuming maybe this Milwaukee funeral home, you know, obviously you can look to them and find out what bumps in the road that they went through and what process they went through and what is a good role and not a good role for a therapy dog. But how did you, like, did you um, kind of test her out at home first or did you right away enroll her in a therapy group? I mean, how did so you do that? She, yep, right after we got her, um, 
for the first couple of weeks, we would take her to the funeral home, obviously, after hours, just to get acquainted with the building and the staff. And then she started her first set of training, which was all of her obedience training and behavior training, which she's obviously a natural at, so she was a fast learner with all of those things. And then just slowly introduced her to the public at the funeral home. So being with me during funeral arrangements with family's permission and then also at services just to kind of get a grasp on how she would do with it. And she has been taking off wonderfully. Oh, my gosh. Can I ask who, I mean, where are you doing the training and where are you doing this um, therapy dog certification? So the training is was done through the canine coach in St. Louis Park. Mm-hmm. And then they also have the therapy training and exam through them also. Oh, do they? Correct. Okay. So So we're just waiting for her class to begin for that. Um, And that is through the Therapy Dogs International is who they use for their certification. Therapy Dogs International? Okay. All right. Small world. Um, I know that there's a a store and a doggy daycare next door to the canine coach that you're talking about. And we're just down the street. I bet bet I've seen you guys and didn't even know it. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Small world. Right. Oh, my gosh. So, um, but, no, that's interesting. And that's good to know, pet appreciators, for because there's so many times, and you probably have run into this as a pet owner too, Ryan, and maybe now, you know, with, with working with Jackie. But there's so many people, so many pet owners out there that have dogs and they think about you know when the dog is very well behaved and does really well with kids and different um, circumstances and elderly people etc you know they often think about well I think I should get my dog trained you know um, or I know somebody who does that and I know somebody who brings their dogs to hospitals and that kind of thing and and it's good to know um, that there's one right here local that you can get a certification absolutely yep Yep, and I bet um, Can Do Canines, I've heard of them, so that's another one, Pet Appreciators, you can check out if it's something that you think you would be interested in. But I do believe, from what I understand from other people that have gone through it, it's quite a bit of work. It is. It's it's a big commitment. What have you learned about that so far? Just obviously, yeah, the commitment and dedication to the program itself. You know, it's something you have to – it's a continuous – program so you know it's not just be done and you're done it's a every day jackie and i are doing training if you want to say and her commands and just making sure she's staying fresh on everything right exactly and then with the uh, therapy certification even though it's not completed yet is that something that has to be renewed as well um or is it a place where you can kind of go to and get some yep so once she's finally certified um then it'll just be a continuous certification from my understanding Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's just staying on top of you know her behaviors as far as you know she does great now it's just making sure we stay on top of everything and learn every day and continue with the progress she's made and just staying on track with that sure i would imagine although i don't know but i would imagine that they would probably have something similar to like continuing education classes or whatever just kind of check in classes get refreshed um correct you know, and there's a whole bunch of different type of classes we can take at the canine coach you know so always refreshing things or if we wanted to learn something new yeah they do have a whole bunch of classes that we could take so so i um um yeah i i just think this is just fantastic and when you when you first started introducing her to the staff, getting her to feel comfortable in the building itself. And then the first sort of group of people that came through, like, how do you, I don't know if we can cover all this before the commercial break, but in my mind, do you, I would think you'd have to kind of warn people about it or maybe have a signed dog on premise or, because I'm just trying to think, I have a lot of questions about it, but like, how do you deal with like people in their fears and people with allergies and people that are overwhelmed and might, you know, react if there's something different like a dog in a funeral home? Yeah, so whatever location Jackie's at with me, we do have signs on the door letting them know that she is there. And part of her training is when we're getting ready or families are coming in, she does know to just sit by the door and do a soft welcome, if you would say. Um, but the response from the public and the family has been amazing. 
like anything, dogs give comfort and a sense of home. So when you see her at the funeral home just running around, it just takes a bit of that sadness of why they're there away and gives a little bit of comfort to them and right. a little normalcy, if you want to say, into a place that most people rather not be at. Right. And you're, you're right. There's two words that I, I picked up on right away. Normalcy was one, you know, because usually with the death, I mean, your world is turned upside down. Whether it's something that you were expecting or that was long awaited with a long term illness or something horrible and sudden. Um, so I think you're right. You're so right that a dog can bring that little sense of normalcy there. And um, I forget what the other word was, but it was like I, I caught to it. Oh, so, sort of a sense of home. Correct. You know, it's comfortable. It's yep. just comfortable and normal. Yeah, and people, you know, see her, they see her sitting at the door and their face lights up. They get a smile on their face and kind of the whole. Obviously, their sadness for a brief moment is lessened because of seeing Jackie. So it's been absolutely positive and great to see how her, you know, just the presence of Jackie can help families in the toughest time of their life. Right. You know, do you, I would, I would imagine too, pet appreciators, we all know family dynamics, right? Like they're just sometimes in death and, and grief, not everybody's happy to see each other during that time. So what a nice buffer to have a dog, you know, to um, to take your attention away too if you're not only grieving, but maybe there's somebody close that there might be a certain dynamic that you need to divert your attention away from. And, and I can see, you know, that's sort of happening too. But we are going into a commercial break, Pet Appreciators. Please stay with us for this great conversation with, with Ryan from Gerhardt Funeral Home. And um, we'll see you on the other side. Hi, this is Laura, and I want to tell you about my family's favorite thing. It's our wood stove. We bought it about 14 years ago from Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. And see, the wood stove has actually paid for itself because we can keep the main area that we live in toasty warm with this great moist heat. But more important than saving money, it has actually improved our lives. Having a fire simplifies life. It provides comfort. It sort of takes the chill out of winter. I'm Peter Solak. In 1977, I started Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. And I experienced the simple joy of warming myself by a fire. I also realized that the place and the way we embrace fire has evolved in a diversity of forms and styles. So at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, we have brought together the widest selection of our fireplace products and technical knowledge in the Twin Cities. Our mission is to use our knowledge to help you choose the design and function that is right for you and your home. Visit Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces today and find the right fire for you. Tune in for Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. Coming up, the mystery of music. They say beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So is beautiful music in the ear of the beholder? But then what would it mean to have a good ear for music? That some people have bad ears? No, that some people have good taste and other people have bad tastes in music. The mystery of music, next time on Philosophy Talk. Philosophy Talk, every Sunday at 8 a.m. and again at 2 p.m. on AM 950. Get out of the cold at Burger Moe's. Burger Monday Madness happens every Monday after 4 p.m., except on Excel event evenings, where you can order any burger with fries on the menu for just $6. Burger Moe's always offers fresh, never-frozen burger varieties, as well as delicious appetizers, soups, salads, and unburgers, dogs, paninis, shakes, desserts, two daily happy hours, and 60 beers on tap. Located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul with plenty of free parking and online at BurgerMoe's.com. You're listening to AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota, the most informative source for progressive politics and news in the Twin Cities. Get involved online at am950radio.com, where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter, check out the local businesses that help make this content available, and stay up to date on the latest news and upcoming events. You can always reach us by email at comment at am950radio.com. That's comment at am950radio.com. Thanks for listening. Save on your next oil change at O'Reilly Auto Parts when you purchase five quarts of Valvoline conventional motor oil and a MicroGuard filter for $24.99. Or for higher mileage vehicles, upgrade to Valvoline MaxLife motor oil for $25.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
for sticking with us, Pet Appreciators. And if you're just joining us, you're listening to the Pet Connection Show here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Kathy Menard here, your host, and Dr. Nicole Peralt is off today. So, um, so yep, we can get back to medical stuff and, and her expertise here when she's next on the show. Um, but if you're just joining us, I want to introduce you to Ryan Scharfenkamp. He is the funeral director um, at uh, Gerhardt Funeral Home in Coon Rapids, and I think you said you rotate through different homes as well. Yes. Funeral homes, yeah. And um, his wonderful dog, Jackie, is here, who's, what What would her title, oh, ther- therapy dog we talked about, would be her official title. Yes, once she's certified, then it'll be certified therapy dog. Yeah, yeah. So she's a, a big part of the, the funeral home um, and will be bigger, I'm sure, as time goes on. So it's the first in the Twin Cities. Um, um, but I... I there's a, a couple of things I just wanted to, to backtrack a little bit on, and one of them was just the history. You told me how you and your daughter, your daughter magically found her and made that connection. But you found her at the Humane Society. Yes, at the uh, yeah. Coon Rapids Humane Society is where she was, and she was actually brought up with about, over, including Jackie, about 86 dogs Whoa. when they were cleaning out the shelters in Alabama for preparations for Hurricane Michael. So that is how she made her way up here to Minnesota. Um, that's kind of pretty much the background we know of her. Is she's from Alabama. Uh, came up here as they were cleaning out the shelters down there, and she found us. And or if you want to say we found her, so Both. she came up here for a reason. No kidding. Yes. I mean, think of her life. I mean, she's again. She's in studio with us, pet appreciators. Very, very well behaved. She's just lounging, you know, <laughs> as if this is her little uh, hideaway space. But what's fascinating to me is, you know, all of us, humans and animals, we all have stories. We all have histories. We were all born somewhere. We all have families. And we all experience changes. Dogs are no ex- exception. Matter of fact, they probably go through that more than we do. But to think, I mean, who would have thought little Jackie, number one, you're looking, I'm looking at her and I just think, how could anybody give her up? You know, there's nothing wrong with her. I mean, she's so well behaved. But something must have happened, you know, maybe a, a difficult crisis or maybe, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe, who knows, a medical condition or something. But she found her way. That's part of her story, you know, to move a big group of of dogs up to minnesota and thank you to coon rapids you know humane society there for being willing to take so many of them and um and and start a new life and not only just an i mean to go from like a cage in a humane society to you know what i mean and to go from alabama summers to minnesota winters (laughs) (laughs) she does love the snow that is one thing is her fate was winter time was digging her nose in the snow and running around in it. So she adjusted well to the winter up here. Way to go, Jackie. A lot of people don't. <laughs> That's a hard adjustment. Way to go, Jackie. <laughs> She's waking her tail. Thank you. So, um, but anyways, when you just think of, of stories, you know what I mean? They have life stories themselves if only they could talk. But, um, but Jackie's kind of living out a... Like a, a kind of a miracle, you know what I mean? And she's, um, who, who would have thought that a dog from a shelter in Alabama would be sort of like the ambassador up here in Minnesota for funeral homes? I mean, who would have thought? And she's just a natural at it. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just totally amazed by that story. It is amazing. And, yeah, those of us like myself that are animal lovers, when you hear shelter dogs, animal, you know, rescues, and you see the famous dogs, if you want to say on TV, it always seems that they're purebreds. So to really have Jackie as a rescue to be where she is today is remarkable. Exactly. And it just kind of shows that it doesn't just have to be a purebred to make a difference. It can be any dog. Any dog, yeah. Any dog can have a good heart. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> and good. Just She just obviously has such good um, social skills. I mean, I, she's just a natural at it. She is. Just a, yeah, natural born. It's kind of like she was brought into this world for this job and wasn't down there in Alabama for her, so I was up here in Minnesota. And that's right. Just get in the van and go. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so, but no, I just think that's, that's fantastic. Um, 
did you have like I'm I'm kind of curious too, and, and Pet Appreciators just so you know she's a lab and a, and a retriever mix. Um, do you do you um, find? I mean, I'm just trying to think, and and I'm sure this is part of the training too. But if she's ever not feeling good, um, you know, dogs can hide those things so well. How do you kind of deal with all that? I mean, like in my mind that. Uh, probably unfairly, I have this expectation that she's always going to be there. And if you have your funeral scheduled there and blah, 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 and you know the grandkids are going to be there and it's just um, you're really looking forward to it, um, that added dimension of the, you know, the wake with a, a nice dog there. What, how, do you guys, um, d- d- people kind of know ahead of time that, yeah, hey, so- Jackie, Jackie is wonderful, but she's not perfect she might be sick sometimes or um yeah so obviously whenever she's present at a service or visitation or life celebration obviously the family gives us authorization and if for whatever reason she was sick or not feeling well she would just be like a human she would be kept home that day and it would just be explained to the family you know why um she obviously does have her kennel in my office um it's her little sanctuary if you want to say so for whatever reason she wasn't feeling well or if there's individuals that aren't comfortable with dogs or don't want her around, you know, we'll simply just put her in my office and she has her room there. We don't take offense to it. We know that not everyone is dog lovers, so it's ultimately the family's choice if they want her around. And if for whatever reason they don't want Jackie to be present, that's not a problem with us. So obviously we respect the family's wishes. That's so. that's fantastic. It's a, it's it just a beyond great service. <laughs> it is, yeah. It's just kind of she's an added benefit. You know, there's obviously no additional cost for her to be around. So it's really just it's remarkable and amazing to see the impact she has on the families. Yeah, yeah. And it's just one of those things you really can't put it into words. You just have to witness it for yourself to really see the magnitude of just her presence, what it does. Exactly. And you're right. It's not something that you can necessarily catch on film. Correct. Or listening to a radio show, it's like if you're in that, per- if you are that person at that funeral home, and you need, whether you know it or not, you need something a little extra. It sounds like Jackie has that little bit of magic in her. Dad. She doesn't. It's amazing to see how she can connect with people. It's kind of like she just has this natural ability to. Oh, she must be able to sense that this individual needs a little bit more attention. Versus the next person who maybe isn't a dog lover. It's just like she has that sense to, oh, I'll stay away from that person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what I was going to ask you about. Because um, I just, I, I'm so curious. On, like when you're watching her, I mean, I, I mean, you got to be so busy too, um, you know, during those times. Um, and I mean, there's, there's got to be an awful lot on your plate. But, you know, we are going into another commercial break, but. One thing that I'd like you to touch on, Ryan, if, if you're okay with this, is kind of your observations of her behavior. Because dog behaviors, I mean, sometimes they're loud and barky. Um, but usually they're very, very subtle. And I'd kind of like to talk about your observations with that and how you kind of, you know, take care of all of your responsibilities. you got to be just, ha- you know, have... 20,000 antennas up yourself checking out people and what they're doing and you know moving around and making sure they're getting to where they're going to or whatever but anyways stay with us pet appreciators With all the convenient big box stores that sell appliances, why do so many Minnesotans choose Warner Stellion? Check online to learn that Warner Stellion is a Minnesota family-owned business for over 60 years. Warner Stellion sells more brands than anyone else, and our passionate specialists are committed to impressing you so much that you'll refer us to everyone you know. That's our mission here at Warner Stellion. Ask around, check us out online, and when it's your time to buy appliances, join over 300,000 Minnesota homeowners and choose the specialists. Warner Stellion. This is Gregory Rich, founder of Habitation Furnishing and Design. I have a philosophy. Furniture should be beautiful, but if it's not comfortable, it's not much use to anyone. That's why at Habitation, we work hard to make sure that the furniture we sell is stylish and functional. Unique and useful. What more can you ask for? Habitation Furnishing and Design, 4317 Excelsior Boulevard in St. Louis Park. It's the Twin Cities' best furniture and design showroom. 
Supporting the best local and independently owned restaurants in the Twin Cities has never been easier. You'll find an expansive list of local dining options at eatlocalminnesota.com, from classic American comfort food to authentic flavors from around the world. Experience cozy fireside dining at the Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul, specializing in fresh seafood, fire-roasted meats and pizzas, all cooked over an oak-burning fire, and salads and sandwiches, too. Join them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week, located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking, or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. Burger Moe's is the perfect neighborhood gathering spot before and after Excel Center events or anytime. Offering 20 fresh, never frozen burger varieties, more than 60 beers on tap, and happy hours twice daily. Burger Moe's is located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul with plenty of free parking and online at burgermoe's.com. Native Ritz Radio is proud to announce we've added an extra hour. Yeah, Chuske, one hour goes by too fast. That's right, Uncle Curtis. I'll have extra time to share important information about our sacred animals. And report national and native news from all over the country and Canada. This new hour is sponsored by Robbins Kaplan LLP, dedicated to redefining excellence for high-stakes litigation representation in Indian country. We are awake It's March, there's basketball, but the real madness is putting up with dirty, nasty carpeting. Time to call in your cleaning heroes at Zero Res. Get three rooms of carpeting cleaned for just $129. Call 9520Res. That's 9520Res. Or go to ZeroResMinnesota.com. That's ZeroResMinnesota.com. Don't forget to ask for the AM950 special. Zero Res. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same. Zero Res. Weather, this is Eric Nelson. Today will be mostly cloudy with a high near 43 and a low around 29. Monday, mostly cloudy with a high near 48 and a low around 31. And Tuesday, mostly sunny with a high near 54 and a low around 30. EatLocalMinnesota.com's Restaurant of the Week is Crooner's Lounge and Supper Club. Offering a unique and contemporary spin on continental cuisine, Crooner specializes in food and drink made popular in the 1920s. Check out this fabulous dining experience at 6161 Highway 65 Northeast in Minneapolis. Welcome back, Pet Appreciators. Welcome back to the Pet Connection Show here on AM 950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Thanks so much for spending your Sunday mornings here with us. We just love spending time with you. Kathy Menard here, your host. And again, Dr. Nicole Perrault is off today, but she'll be back. I forget when, but she'll be back a couple Sundays, two or three Sundays um, in, in the month of April. So, but anyways... If you're sticking with us here, you know that Ryan Scharfenkamp is with us, funeral director um, of Gearhart Funeral Home in Coon Rapids. And um, like I said earlier, rotates to different homes as well, part of that that group. Um, and Jackie, of course, how old is she? Do you know? She is about 14 months old. No way. 14 Correct. months? Yes. 14 months. <laughs> yep. Pet appreciators, this is the calmest 14 month <laughs> lab retriever I've ever seen. Yeah, I wait till wrong. you see her at home with the cats and she's and like she's any four- kid. Yep. 14 month old. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say, no way. He's lying to me, guys. <laughs> but um, unbelievable. Totally unbelievable. But we were talking a little bit, we were just getting into that conversation of, you know, you just really enjoying and learning so much about her interactions with other people. I mean, these are every single person that walks through that door is a stranger. Yes. And that's really remarkable that she's okay with that. You know what I mean? And so um, I'm just so curious from a pet owner's view and then also a pet professional, um, you know, with my, my pet business. But I love... I love um, nonverbal communication, uh, studying that. And with animals, it's just never-ending. You know, the dynamics between them, the dynamics between people, subtle changes with their tails or their ears, um, what their eyes are doing, you know, how they're walking, you know, what, what, what the pos- position of their tail, etc. And I'm no expert at it, but I just feel like we can learn so much not just by words, but by nonverbal communication. Correct. And that's been, you know, as far as myself, there's a training for Jackie, but then there's a training for myself. And one of those is the learning her cues, her nonverbal cues, as far as, you know, sometimes she'll, like anything, get, you know, might see someone that she's not comfortable with. 
So I've really learned the first cue for her is she'll just kind of sit down, put her head down, and try not to make any eye contact. Um, so definitely that's the biggest thing I've been learning is just her nonverbal communication. But again, I mean, as you see her right now, just laying down on the floor, <laughs> relaxing, that's pretty much her normal demeanor. She's very calm, very easygoing. So when it's day-to-day -day and we're at the funeral home, um, having the honor to provide services, it's probably been the biggest learning curve for me as to my focus is on the family, ensuring everything's done with the highest expectations. And then adding Jackie into the mix has been a learning curve for me. Um, but it's been, if you want to say, fairly simple just because of obviously her training, but then her demeanor. Um, so, you know, if we're getting started, especially on a service and there's a lot going on, something as simple as Jackie bed stay, she knows she'll go to her bed and stay until she's released from there. So she's, I guess, as you could say, it's been pretty painless for me because she has been, yeah, just a natural at it and really grasped her training she got from the canine coach. Um, and yeah, she's just does great at it. Yeah. And it's like learning curve. I know that's listening to you. That's what's stuck in my mind. And my first thought about that, Ryan, was I just wanted to say to you, thank you. You're welcome. You know, seriously, because that's, um, it shows so much, you know, um, that it's, that you care so much about your job and the people that you come in contact with every day and what they're going through. And, and, and I can only imagine how much work it is preparing for a wake, um, memorial service, etc. And, and then to add what you think is a benefit, but knowing it's going to be more work on you. Again, I just want to say thank you from all of us. You're and welcome. That's, uh, you know, as I say, my job, I do is an honor every day and, Having Jackie is just an additional honor to that, to be able to give this service here in the Twin Cities. Um, it's a growing trend across the United States. So did I ever think I'd be a funeral director with a dog? Absolutely not. <laughs> but, you know, as we go through life and learn new things and as things progress and times change, I see within the next, you know, let's say 10 years, it's going to be uncommon. In my opinion, the funeral homes don't have a dog. I agree. I agree so, with you, yes. It's just kind of taking that leap of faith, and, you know, sometimes I ask myself, what am I getting myself into? But then when we get to work and I see the positive reinforcement and the positive impact she has on all the families, I know it's worth it every single day. Oh, absolutely. And and to to your point that this could be a very, very positive and growing trend in the funeral home business, do you see yourself... And along with, you know, your team of staff and the owners there, et cetera, um, getting another dog and another one. Or, I mean, how do you see that? Or is it just still, this is still new. We, it is still it's new. Working. We're, we it's... don't want to jinx ourselves, you know, whatever. We're busy, whatever. But what, what, are there any sort of long-term conversations about that? You know, right now it's just working with Jackie and obviously she's been... Very easy to roll out, if you want to say, or mm -hmm. introduce her into our um, group of employees. But, yeah, if the way it's going, and I would say if it continues to go the way it is down the road, I could see us adding additional dogs. You know, there's the want to add additional dogs, but then you also need to have the team members that want that commitment. Because it is a commitment that I've made. You know, I spend more time with her than I do anyone. We're at home together because my wife and I own her, mm -hmm. obviously. So when we're at home, she's our family dog. When we're at work, she's my colleague. Um, so it's just that bond Jackie and I have. I mean, we start our day out together. We go to work together. We come home together. We're just together all the time. So as far as the aspect of additional dogs, it, you know, Jackie's doing great. I can see additional dogs down the road. It's just really finding those team members that have the dedication to follow through with it and the commitment to it, to not only the dog, but also to the families. Right. Great point. I didn't even think about that. I feel stupid. No, that's fine. I didn't even think it's... about that. Of course. You can't have. 
15 dogs <laughs> in your house. I mean, <laughs> of course, there's got to be other people part of this. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so um, but yeah, yeah, no, it, it was perfectly said. I, I just, I, yeah. And then can we, I'm just, again, I, I know I'm going to learn more from you, so I'm just going to pick your brain again and just ask you to continue to share the things that you've observed with her um, about nonverbal communication. You know, like just what, um, um, I mean, have you just seen any sort of more challenging dynamics for her? Um, smaller groups or bigger groups work better? Kids, is it harder for her to navigate with multi-generations, three or four generations of people? Or does she really thrive on big groups? Or? She just, it doesn't matter the group size. It doesn't matter if it's just a few people or a big group. She just kind of is a natural, finds her way in there. You know, she really, like I said before, has that sense to connect with certain individuals. So it's always amazing. You see a room of, you know, 300 people, and it's always the people that you would think are not dog lovers or wouldn't be drawn to Jackie. They're the ones that are on the floor with her, giving her her belly rubs, giving, you know, her her attention. Um, So she just... Yeah, again, has that natural ability to connect with individuals and just kind of walk around like she's at home. Sure. But at the funeral home. So she just literally just walks around. Just walks around, the, yeah. The room she where is, the rooms where people are and just... Correct. Um, Anywhere the public's allowed, she's allowed. And she just, yeah, kind of... It's her home territory when she's at work. and <laughs> Sure. She just, yeah, has the ability to do her job and... To her, it's not work. It's just, you know, her day in and day out. And she does get sad if, for whatever reason, if, like, I'm going to a service that's at church, obviously she doesn't come with. Mm -hmm. So those mornings when she goes into her kennel, um, I always get that sad puppy eye look, like, oh, I don't get to go with this morning. But the minute I grab out her harness and vest, it's like, you know, she knows, oh, it's work time. She sits by the door and waits to go to work. So she has a uniform. She does. Okay, and it was that something that you, sort of an idea that, that you learned about from the Milwaukee Funeral Home? Uh, so it's kind of you? in my research. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the places were saying to have, you know, a distinction between work and home. So when she's at work, like obviously now she has her harness and vest on, and then once we get home that comes off and then her collar goes on. So she's really picked up on that cue that when my collar is on, I'm at home, and you sometimes see her normal dog self come out um and then once she has her vest and harness on then she's in her work mode right right fascinating it is it's fascinating that she can just pick up on that and know the difference you are gifted there boy (laughs) boy oh boy um but yeah that's um that's just amazing but it's true dogs are smart yeah, absolutely. Yes, they are smart. And given that consistency, they can figure it out. Yep. They and can that's just a, figure it out. Same consistency, that's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I think with any dog, especially I found with Jackie, it's just that consistency on, you know, how we start our day. You know, we always get to work now a half hour early, so we do our fetch time with her toy, kind of gets out her energy. Sure. As she progresses into work. So any like any of us, when we get to work, we have our routine. Well, that's become part of her routine. and. Um, yeah, and after work, if she's been on a service, um, I've noticed she'll get crazy at home by running around, running around, running around. And one of our celebrants we work with actually did some a class on therapy dogs. Mm-hmm. And when so when we're at home and she's running around the house constantly, I guess that is her, how she releases her energy that she's absorbed from the family and friends that are grieving. Right, right. So when you see her in action, see her at work, see her when she's done with work, and then just by the research and learning everything, everything kind of ties in. And it's amazing how much a dog that can't talk verbally, how they can communicate with you. It's, it's totally fascinating. And I, um, again, close to a commercial break, and I, again, have another question. I'm just going to spit it out, and hopefully we can finish on the during the last segment here coming up. But are there ever, do you ever, or have you ever run into a situation where maybe you felt like the human Jackie was interacting with was maybe just 
too distraught for Jackie's good. Does that make sense? It does. Um, um, no, I have not. Okay. Found you know any families that are just grief stricken or having a lot of grief that Jackie wasn't a positive for them. Right. Right. Um, it's just you know I one family comes to mind. It was a younger individual that had passed away and. Is one of those that you would think that Jackie would be a nuisance to them, but she actually just provided a again amazing comfort to them, and to see how she was able to connect with that family, and just sense from them that they need a little bit of extra attention. Right. And next thing I look, she's over um, by the individual's mom. With Jackie, obviously had her head in the mom's lap, and Aww. she just kind of the mom just kind of melted into Jackie. Oh. Okay, well, that brings tears to my eyes. It's a good thing we're going into a commercial break. Please stay with us, pet appreciators. Total Dog Company is the destination dog food and gear store on the west side of the Twin Cities with easy access off of 169. We have a growing group of loyal customers and increasing numbers of referrals from dog professionals and dog parents because we carry quality products, give sound advice, and are easy to do business with. Total Dog Company keeps up on the latest developments in dog nutrition and products. Find us in New Hope off of 169 at 9432 36th Avenue North and at TotalDogCompany.com. Hi, this is Paul Metza inviting all of you out there in AM 950 land to listen to my radio show, The Wall of Power Radio Hour, every weekend on AM 950. We feature musicians, actors, politicians, homicide cops, record stores, Metza documentaries. We've even had Bob Dylan's first drummer on Saturday nights at 6 p.m. Replay it Sunday at 4 p.m. You can also follow it at paulmetza.com. The Wall of Power Radio Hour. Cool people from all walks of life and all 50 states. Hi, it's Tom Hartman. You know, Continental Diamond is special for a lot of reasons. The owners are Jimmy and Helene Pessis, a husband and wife team who had a dream to open their own store more than 30 years ago. They built a business that is the gold standard. The readers of Minnesota Bride Magazine have named Continental Diamond the best jeweler for the last seven years. Why? Amazing, friendly, no-pressure customer service, a selection of fine diamonds and designed jewelry unlike anywhere else, and the fresh-baked chocolate chip cookies are pretty great, too. Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and at ContinentalDiamond.com. Hello, fellow AM950 listeners. This is Jaja from Nightingale at 26 in Lindale. Come experience our delicious signature dishes and exciting rotation of inventive seasonal fare from my wife and chef, Carrie, and her team. Nightingale is the perfect place to gather for any occasion with our extensive wine, beer, and cocktail selection, along with our dedication to great service. We offer a full menu every day from 4 to 1 a.m., two award-winning daily happy hours, and weekend brunch at 10. More at nightingalempls.com. Hi, this is Ken Hagland, host of Living Healthy and Aging Well, inviting you to listen to our new show airing on Saturdays from noon to one, where we talk about your health and your life and provide insights to living and aging well. Each week, we provide answers to important questions regarding health care, elder care, end-of-life care, and caregiver support to help you and your loved ones plan for the future and enjoy your highest quality of life today. Please join us every Saturday from noon to one for Living Healthy and Aging Well. Tom Hartman here letting you know how you can go solar with All Energy Solar, even way up north in Minnesota. Lots of people ask them, isn't Minnesota too cloudy for solar? No. The truth? For one thing, Minneapolis gets nearly as much sun each year as Houston, Texas. But it isn't just about how much sun you get. It's also about having access to great local incentive programs that make solar affordable. Learn what your options are to save with solar and visit allenergysolar.com today. Thanks for sticking with us, Pet Appreciators. And again, if you're just joining us, uh, um, it's uh, the Pet Connection show that you're listening to. Kathy Menard, your host. Um, I forgot to to say our, our call-in number, although many of you who have called in the past probably know how to access that. But just in case you have any questions or you, um, you just want to share a comment or something, always feel free to call in 952-946-6205, 952-946-6205. And again, you're listening to the Pet Connection Show. Kathy Menard, your host here and our wonderful guest, our wonderful guest, who I actually got a little teary-eyed there at the end um, of the last segment, but Ryan Scharfenkamp um, of Gerhardt Funeral Homes. But anyways, yeah, I was so glad the commercial break came in because he talked about a, a mother losing, you know, a, a, um, 
a younger family member and how Jackie, the therapy dog, you know, just kind of, the mom just kind of melted melted into Jackie. And you can see that in your mind, can't you, pet appreciators? You know what that would feel like. You can see it in your mind and, and you know how healing that would be. And I was thinking too, you know, the importance of touch. You know, dogs are so soft. And just to, to touch a dog can bring our blood pressure down. You know what I mean? And, and when you think about it, what that can do with a person, getting them focused and clear and just to be at one, you know, with where they're at and how a dog can magically do that. So thank you, Jackie, again. <laughs> um, but can you talk a little bit about touch, what you've noticed with that, Ryan? Yeah, so when Jackie's around and around families, um, so traditionally she'll either you know, lay in front of someone, sit in front of someone, or put her head in their lap. And you just see how the family's interacting with the dog, touching Jackie, petting Jackie, how it just brings a sense of calm to them. And kind of just, they're able to, not able to, I can't describe it in words, but you just see them kind of have a little bit of stress gone away just by touching Jackie, by, you know, giving her a hug, petting her, it's just, it's absolutely amazing to see just that touch of a dog, how it brings comfort to individuals, especially those that have lost a loved one. Oh, yeah. And touch, appropriate touch. Absolutely. Is like um, something we all need as humans. And during the grieving process, you know, just to have something soft and loving, unconditionally loving yep. to touch yep. and connect with. Yeah, and she... Yeah, it just has that nonverbal communication with people and, you know, no words are spoken between her and the family members. It's just that gentle touch and she obviously can sense what they're going through and she's just there to comfort them. Right, right. And we were talking a little bit about this, Ryan and I, over the, the commercial break, but, you know, pet appreciators, when you think about it, you know, like Ryan so eloquently described, she has her job. You know, she goes and she interacts with people, but the whole time, and how many times have we talked about this on the show, Pet Appreciators, intellectual stimulation, that they can burn so much energy intellectually, they don't always need it physically, you know, both is good, but you know what I mean. And I was just thinking what her, what Jackie's day is like, awful lot of intellectual stuff going on you know what I mean and she comes home exhausted Ryan said sometimes that she'll just sleep away a, a beautiful evening <laughs> <laughs> although now the warm weather's coming up maybe she'll have second thoughts about that but but yeah that's there's something about mind you know her and and her nose obviously is working the whole time sniffing and she can probably sense who's has pets at home and who doesn't and that kind of thing but what are your observations about that yeah, she does. She will kind of get a little bit more excited with people. Um, and then as you're talking with them, oh, yeah, we have dogs at home. So it's like she obviously can sense, oh, they smell another dog. Yep. Um, so, yeah, she can tell those two that are pet lovers, dog lovers, and she's probably looking for the dog. <laughs> Where's yeah. this dog I can play with? So I know. All these legs are in here. I know there's a dog <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> have you ever heard of the Hero Awards? I have not. I think you should check into it. Pet appreciators, somebody help me with this too. <laughs> but the Hero Awards, I think, is like something on. Oh, and I'm going to sound like an idiot temporarily. But um, but isn't it put on by like the Hallmark Channel? Isn't it? I, I talk about it every year, and I forget what month it is. And shame on me for not looking it up beforehand. But once a year on the Hallmark Channel, there's, there's an organization, and it's a nonprofit organization, Lots of celebrities and lots of pet lovers are involved. And they give out awards. And there's categories. There's, um, you know, you can, you can nominate your dog for a hero award um, under, like, uh, a military-type category. Fire safety. Police work. Therapy dogs. Assistance dogs. Um, up-and-coming hero award. You know, an up-and-coming hero. Um, for somebody can be nominated for their their potential that they see. What else, pet appreciators? Eight categories. What are they? Um, 
And if I had confidence that I could type really fast, I'd look it up on the computer. But I don't know if I could type and talk and look at the computer at the same time. I don't know. Um, but I would just strongly suggest checking into that. I will have to. Yeah. I mean, obviously, therapy might yep. be something. But can there be can there be a new category? Or would it fit under the up-and-coming hero award of, of just... Grief. Grief, I mean, yeah. Because therapy can be all kinds of things. It can. Yeah, you see. It doesn't have to be death. It could be healing and still be alive. You know Correct. what I mean? Yep. Through hospitals and that kind of thing. But, um, and that's where you see, you know, therapy dogs, you know, started mm-hmm. kind of in hospitals. You know, now they're in hospitals, nursing home schools, hospice centers. So it's kind of just bringing it full circle with having the dog, therapy dog, now at a funeral home. You know, they're everywhere else. Why not have them at the funeral home? Exactly. And like you said, full circle, because they are really part of our family now. They are. They're not. They're not just an animal. No, that's chained up in the backyard (laughs) to guard your house or whatever, you know, whatever their purpose was. They are a definite part of our family. Um, Birth. I mean, there's all kinds of preparation for dogs to get used to a new baby coming home. Absolutely. We do that all the time. It should be the same way as we we leave this this world, too. Yep. You know, Um, and uh, and yeah, so I I just can't thank you enough for taking time. It's your day off. Doggone it! You drove all the way down here. No, we're it, glad to have. Appreciate. Thank you for it. having us. And yes, and again, pet appreciators. Uh, I'm going to let Ryan tell you how to get a hold of him. But but if you, if anybody's out there that can kind of help with this, maybe get more information on this hero award thing. You know, I think Jackie's. Jackie's right there. Should be should be part of that group. So, but anyways, Ryan, any contact information you want to give out if somebody is? Oh uh, yeah, if anyone need? has any questions, they can obviously reach us at the funeral home. Our number is seven six three seven five five six three zero zero. Obviously, I'm with the Gerhart Funeral Homes in Coon Rapids and Anoka, and also have our chapel Kapala Glodic Malone in New Hope. Um, so, if anyone wants to meet Jackie or has any questions, um, we're always Happy to talk to anyone that has questions about Jackie or feel free to stop by the funeral home. We're located on Foley Boulevard in Coon Rapids. And Jackie is there Monday through Friday, usually from 8 to 4.30. So she would be happy to see you also. Ryan, I can't thank you enough. And Jackie, thank you. <laughs> Been very well behaved. So, um, but pet appreciators, thank you so much for listening to the show. Um, I hope you got out out of um, out of the information that Ryan shared as much as I did. I feel like I'm a better person because of, of uh, learning about Jackie. We want to wish you a wonderful week. Uh, take care, everybody.